Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. All right, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 221. Matt, how are you doing? Uh, well, no, how bad my was last week, Graham. We're going to get this every week, hearing about how... No, 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 no. ...out of a couch, you have to take a deep breath and... Oh no, Graham, as in, since I, was, since I was 19, I've had a, a chronically injured back, actually. Uh-huh. Um, granted, it's not been helped over the years um, with various other things. Um, this week hold on, and my... you said, hold on, last week, when we... T- so you got a chronically injured back. I, I have thought about having to want to have a wrestling competition with a nine-year-old. Graham, to be fair, Graham, I injured it when I was nineteen, but it only really started flaring up this year when I injured myself. Well, not this last year when I injured myself taking part in a um um oh, what they called face hopper. Sounds like a perfectly appropriate activity for somebody in their late 30s. Injured myself on a face hopper against my brother. Um, I wasn't gonna take it seriously, and then it was put up against my brother. I was like, yeah, I I can't I can't not win this. Mm-hmm. So I actually took part in it. I went jump, 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 bang, it pinged. And it's never been quite the same since. No. Um, no. um and this past w- last week it hurt. I hurt it, and I've only aggravated more this week. I'm on extremely high painkillers for mm. it. Um, yeah, so that's not great. Um, hopefully, it'll be fine for uh, when I uh, don't lose again to your youngest son. Um, <laughs> but my my two Achilles tendons have also been in absolute agony this week as well. So that's been great fun. Um, to be fair, injuries aside, it's been exhausting. In general, as you'll find out in Bad Cop, uh, there have been a lot of things which have been exhausting to read, exhausting to look at, exhausting to hear. How about you? I have a feeling by the time I get to episode 300 and I ask, you're going to tell me about how much you enjoyed listening to Radio 4 this week. And by the time we get to 400, it'll be telling me about the new Zimmer they've been from. And uh, after that, episode 500, it'll be like, you enjoy it, you enjoy all the hot cocoa before you go to bed. And I, I can just see where, the, where these are. Uh, Perhaps this might be a segment of the show that disappears. I won't bother asking. Um, I've had a very busy week, which I know I say normally, but even more so this week. Um, there was a lot of things going on. There was a, a meeting that something got thrown on me that I didn't know about. And um, I was working with a group of students who, uh, again, who needed to pass an exam who they hadn't done. And actually, just before I left school, um, we got the results through and they, they were phenomenal. So it kind of, although it was a tiring week, it was kind of like in the end, it was like, hey, it's all yeah. worthwhile. The, the goal was to get those kids to pass that exam. And um, almost all of them did. So I was like, hey. Well, that's great news, Graham. Yeah, right? it, it, it was. Um, I tried to share with one of uh, Mason's teammates on the wrestling team that he, he passed as well, because I know that uh, he needed to pass that exam. And unfortunately, he wasn't there, but I gave it to Coach. And Coach was kind of happy. He's like, yeah, I only ever get negative news. I'm like, I remember that as a soccer coach. You only ever hear, hey, this kid was a pain in class. This kid was a pain. This kid. How about somebody tell me sometimes, that, hey, somebody did a good thing in class. But no, as the nature we of the beast need, as a coach, you only need, ever hear the negative stuff, not the positive. 
positive stuff. So he was. We need more positive stuff in our lives right now. Absolutely, absolutely. So no, it it was a long week, but it turned out to be a good week. And today, everything is based on using um, technology right now. Everything's kind of internet based. Everyone has their own laptop, etc. And uh, for some reason, three classrooms out of the whole school didn't have internet today. And of course, one of them was mine. (laughs) So uh, that made the start of the day a little interesting. But hey. Number one quality as a teacher is to be adaptive, and uh, we rolled with it, and it worked fine. I need to ask, Graham, and I would be remiss in my role as both your co-host, your best friend, Uh and also as Mason's surrogate uncle, if I didn't (laughs) ask about how the kid is doing. I was going to mention in the intro, and then I got sidetracked. Um, I did post on the Facebook. I did post on the on the Twitter account. Uh, he, he's fine. He, he passed his test easily on Monday. Uh, went into light training Monday and Tuesday. Wrestled Wednesday. Won both of his matches. And um, yeah, he's he's at school right now, training, ready for a tournament tomorrow. So no, he he he's good. It was um, I don't know if scare is the right word, but like like I kind of mentioned, it wasn't good. But to receive a phone call literally two minutes before we went on air from the coach saying that he hadn't passed that test uh was not good news and then uh, we had to finish the episode i listened back to the edit i don't think it was crystal clear what happened um he mentioned that he needed to be picked up um it was nothing to do with any injury or anything um coach suddenly decided to end practice early (laughs) without telling anybody um but that was i didn't want to leave him in the temperatures that we've had he probably could have hung out in the school for a little bit, but it was one where it's like, yeah, I, I'll just get. We pretty much said everything we needed to say. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, I don't. But think he's good. Mason, Thank you. For I don't asking. think. I don't think Mason's coach listens to the podcast, Graham. But um, no. I can say this because I'm not family. Coach is a dick. I agree. I, I've said this to Mason as well, and if he relays it on, I don't really care. Um, if you know that you're going to end, like I said, oh, was it like um, did something come up? And he's like, oh no, no, he just was going to end practice early. Um, you can't do that to parents. Like, if you're going to set a routine and send an email out and say practice finishes at five, you can't just suddenly say at four o'clock practice is finished. Like, just if you know that you're not going to be that, why not just cancel practice, period? Send the kids home, let them get a little relaxed. It'd been a busy week as it was anyway. Um, I I don't agree with some of the things that um, those people do, but that's something that I'm out and that I cannot control, unfortunately. But no. If you know that that can't happen, and actually a similar thing happened yesterday. I went to pick him up. I had to stay late because I was working with those students until 4.15. And um, his practice is not supposed to finish until 5. When I got down there, it ended. And they were like, yeah, we weren't really doing anything. If you're not doing anything, just cancel practice then. Like, what's the point of being there if you're not doing it seriously anyway? Just let kids have a break. They didn't get home the previous night until nearly 11 o'clock at night. And then they got to be back ready for the buses at like 6 the next morning. So give them a break. Uh, But yeah. Yep. I'd like to point out that even for a chef who does 12-hour shifts at a time, I still haven't... I don't I don't have anything like that sort of turnaround for me. And I'm working... I agree. As a, I'm working as a chef. You know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not meaning to, like, throw shade here. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah, if he can the way he's going something, he's going to end up getting his ass kicked by some... by, by, a, by a parent who is less restrained in your good self no, i i think actually no i'm probably the least tolerant because i come from a culture that knows that that's not normal whereas yeah. american high schools it's well known that that's true um i probably haven't told you this story then so when i was soccer coach in north carolina yeah um i canceled the practice one day i was like yeah we're good like we just had a game let's have a rest and then we'll practice again on friday i got multiple complaints sent to the school about why am i only training four times a week 
I'm like, wow. What? I, I, exactly. The context, I, I took one day off in a week and I got complaint. So the context, no, it's the context American listeners, mm-hmm. um, we have um, in the UK, it's very, very different side of things. Uh, training is maybe once a week. Yeah. If yeah. that. Yeah. In, at school. Yeah. You get once a week, if that, because they've got, yeah. because here it's not, we don't have varsity sports, like a better term. We just don't have it here. Wrestling, I mean, if, uh, amateur wrestling is not a thing here, for example. Mm-hmm. We don't have it in our schools. Basketball's not really a thing here. Um, not, not, really. Extent, not, not to the extent it is in, in America, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, American football actually become more popular, to be fair. It's made more popular, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, lacrosse is starting to pick up over here now, though, Graham, darling. Oh, uh, okay. but it always course. has at the private schools, but it hasn't at the at the normal yeah. normal schools. It hasn't at the um the regular schools. Yeah, but obviously, um, soccer, uh, rugby, uh, that that that, that, so, I mean, that and and cricket are the other big ones, and of course, um, rounders, which basically is baseball for people who um, you know, we don't have that in England. That's not in the schools in England. Rounders, yeah, rounders. not as a team, not as a, not as an after school sport. It is, uh, it is during PE. But... It, mm, it, it's a bit of a retro comeback, a little bit. Okay, all right. Oh, I, I don't think I've. I'm pretty sure I haven't shared this story then with you. Um, I think I hold the distinction of being the person that's been sent off in rounders the most times. Now, I've run oh, rounders, yeah. as, rounders, rounders. As, you don't normally get red cards in rounders, do you? Um, so it's normally played in elementary school. Um, I've actually been sent off in rounders twice for arguing with the uh, with the ref or um, the umpire or whatever you want to call him, which was basically our well, I can't remember what grade it was, but the teacher and he was just playing wrong. He he blew a call. It was obvious that he blew the call. He was playing on one of the teams though. He was playing with one of the team, and his team did not put the tag on, and we clearly scored a run. And he said they're out, and I continued to argue, and he grabbed me by my ear. <laughs> dragged me off the field and I had Good to sit and I was allowed to participate. And then in another one, um, he was calling balls and strikes effectively uh, to do a baseball analogy. Yeah. And there was one that went over a student's head and he called it a strike. And we argued that it went over his head and he said, no, it didn't. And um, he said, it's a strike. And I said, well, if that's a strike, I'm going to pitch like that as well. And I got sent off again for basically arguing with it. So yeah, I got sent off twice. But in my mind, I know you're not supposed to argue with the ref, but in both times, that teacher was, in my mind, abusing their position and being unreasonable uh, for no particular reason. And I don't stand up for, I, I don't put up with BS with things like that, no matter who it is, whether in a position of authority or not. So that, that reminds me about, well, one thing reminds me about, um, um, you know, um, Oxford played Arsenal in the Cup last week, Graham. Um, uh-huh. That game's being investigated for oh. um, betting irregularities. Oh. Um, Particularly the amount of offside that were given by the assistant referee. Oh, mm-hmm. yikes! Even at the top of the game, Graham, yeah. it would seem that there is crooked official officiating. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was none last night, ever recording, of course. Jao Felix lost up on his debut, which made me absolutely <laughs> delighted, Graham. They signed him for about twenty games for ten million pounds, and now he misses three of them. <laughs> Three games are going to cost the club a million quid. Uh huh. Million quid. Oh well. But and we're recording on Friday the thirteenth as well, and Mm -hmm. nothing 
has gone wrong today. Oh, well, (laughs) for you. For me, anyway. I'm sure sure other people may be, but if that's the case, you know, it's it's under 15. It would be coincidence things go wrong every day. It just happens that today is a... Absolutely. It's just just like Groundhog Day. That's all it is. It's a myth, complete myth. As long as the intro we did last time, we actually had um, another guest in and we talked about a product. We're, We're rambling. All right, come on. Come on, old man. Let's move on to the good cop moment because I'm sure the there's been some wrestling news this week. Good. Bad. I would love it if we didn't actually talk at all about one of the biggest stories at all, but I, I can't see that happening. Um, I stayed away from it because I figured you were probably going to talk about it, but you might have stayed away back from it because you thought I was going to talk about it. So th- this could actually be kind of interesting. Matt, what is your main good cop moment of the week? Perhaps more of the stuff we're going to talk about might feature in a later segment anyway. Possibly. I don't know. Yes. Um, <laughs> at the risk of sounding like I am shilling at this point, oh. um, I need to talk about CXW. Okay. Um, Keeps the streak going. Keeps the streak going. Five weeks in a row. To be fair, Graham, you... three years ago, Graham, you'd, you'd have been delighted about me talking about independent wrestling. So uh, I still gonna... have. I, I am joking. I am joking, but, of course. But you but you were absolutely right. Once you get bitten by that bug, yeah. it, it's there. Yeah. And I'm passionate about CXW. I mean, yes, I do sort of work from now. But but you were, it came up on Facebook. You were, A year ago, you were wearing that T-shirt, mentioning them by name, even though at that point you were literally just a fan. Even yeah. though you're in America, you're at Disney, you're promoting them because you were... An, you're enthusiastic about them. So, absolutely. yeah, that, it's, it's not just now the fact that you're suddenly, oh, they're my employer, I'm raving about them. You no, absolutely. Right from day one. From day one, I've been, I've, I mean, I missed one show not because I had, because I couldn't get there because my yeah. cover had COVID. It um, so, yeah, so what I'm going to talk about is some of the news that broke this week with CXW. Mm-hmm. Obviously, lots of new talent. We've, been, announced, we've announced, um, we, <laughs> and announced um, a new... Uh, some new talent. Um, obviously, new joining Storm's going to be there. That was officially announced this week. Uh, he's going to be facing Jackson Arrow in a grudge match. Please make it Extreme Paris. Please make that Extreme Rules match. It needs to be. Um, the Demon Death Squad are going to be there. That was announced this week. Um, this is the if Xander and uh and Damon can get back in the tag team title hunt. Um, we also had a. A new female wrestler um, announced. She's never been to CXW before, uh, but she is all manner of um, of talent. Graham will tell you. One thing we've been very pleased about in CXW is, is how much we, we love Luna Tricks. Uh, yeah. Obviously, she she's phenomenal, uh, but she's not the only female wrestler that has wrestled in CXW. She's um, she can be joined this time by a Voodoo Queen. Who was at um, the show uh, in at August Assassinations, and also Sapphire Reed has been yes. signed, yes. and she is the real deal. She is the real, real deal. She's the grappling goddess. That is the that is her tagline. Yeah. I want to see her hook up with Luna. I'm looking forward to seeing. Don't, don't hook no, up her. Thing. I want to. I want to see some. Um, some Two women belt two belt ten bells out of each other. I want to see blood. I want to see. Jeez. I want to. I want to see these. I want to see these amazing, amazing women 
absolutely tear it down as only CXW can. Um, Paris has ordered a new belt. Oh, I do not know what it is, so you can't get the information from me. But keep an eye on the CXW uh, Facebook feed because uh, that's where all the information is as well. And obviously, the fans page as well on there. That, that's where you can interact directly with the people in CXW. Um, and as of today, so two years ago, so hopefully you'll all check that out. But if not, the final of the tag team tournament is now up on the CXW YouTube page. Um, wow. With being provided by um, Adam Paris and the Magnificent Matt Willis. Um, Very nice. And it's a full Extreme Rules match. Oh, well. I didn't know um, that. To people who have not um, seen yet, do please check out what happened to lead up to because I don't want to spoil if you haven't had a chance to catch it yet. It's all on the CXW YouTube. Um, I'm sure it'll appear on the uh, Good Cop, Bad Cop Twitter feed as soon as we finish recording as well. Indeed. And there was also the um, there's also the grudge match between Crusher Curtis and um, the Fear of Fat Honor and Little Legs um, as a handicap match, which was quite, which was a really, really fun match to be to be ringside for because I was there at show too when they were, they were at it. So enjoy. I'm sure I'm sure you enjoyed it, Graham, as well, because obviously you're, uh-huh. you're you're obviously a massive fan. I'm a, a top fan, according to Facebook, of CXW Wrestling and also of Luna Tricks, which I gladly accepted. I Absolutely. Like, <laughs> it was nice to get official recognition, even though it's just an algorithm thing. But no, I, I'm going to say I've been keeping up with those stories. So yeah, I saw Sapphire Reader join part of it as well. So I figured I might get a mention at some point. Yeah, I, I thought it might have been a little closer to the event, but hey. I, it's all good. You think about that. That's the thing about it. It's not just the day of the event that's exciting. It's the build-up. I've got that goosebumps, Graham. <laughs> I, I, I remember those days well. Uh, yeah, it's um, it, it's it's so much better when you're that closer to the event and you know the people as well as them as wrestlers. Yeah, uh, I think that p- puts a whole new perspective on it when you're buying into buying into their characters, but buying into them as people. It, it's far more tangible. It's far more meaningful, and that's what makes it far more personal and enjoyable, as far as I'm concerned. And- it's been announced, Graham, what the main event's going to be as well. Uh, if I saw it, I've forgotten. It's Ricky Knight Jr., RKJ, mm-hmm. defending the CXW World Championship against Zach Zodiac. I think I did see that, actually. I think cousin I do remember seeing that. His cousin. Oh, that's a little spicy. That, it's, oh, that's going to be... And I get to be ringside to call that one. Yeah. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Um, no, no word yet if Soraya will be joining me at ringside for commentary on that one. That would make <laughs> my day. But um, oh my goodness, that would be. But awesome. we're in Chelmsford. We're in Chelmsford for it. Who knows? Get me. Get front me. row is selling fast, guys. Just twenty five percent left uh-huh. at the moment. And let's see how many people um are wanting in on CXW, and it's like it, it really is lighting up um, yeah. as the hot new indie. And mm-hmm. obviously, I know that um, Paris does it all the time. But uh, big thank you had to go to out to um, um, Outlast Pro uh, over on the Isle of Wight. Without them, CXW wouldn't be able to happen. Uh, so yeah, you guys are amazing, especially you, uh, Matt Jackson. Thank you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so you've obviously watched most of the videos I'm getting, Graham. Most, most, yeah. Any any standouts besides my commentary? 
Um, <laughs> that, that's always a fun thing to say. Um, I think Lunatrix is the match that most stood out to me. Of the ones I've seen so far, I, I'm sure the final will probably will probably out will probably beat that. But um, I don't know. I think it was just the fact that that one was like your was one of the first. Was the, I don't know if it was the first match, but it was the first match that you released for sure. Um, just the fact that you could see that, and I, I just like the setup. I, I love watching Lunatrix wrestle. Like he's a great wrestler. It, it was just a really good yeah. match. So for it, me, for it, me, that was the. It was the second match on the card, but it was um, it was the first one I commented on for sure. Yeah. Um, it, in terms of, and that's the weird thing you see when you go to an indie show. I mean, you you go to like a WWE event, and all the events they said it, it feels very polished. It feels very much case of it all the matches. They're, they're all great matches. You see, usually they all were prepared, all were rehearsed, that sort of thing. But sometimes it just feels a little bit. Sterile, perfect. Sterile as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. But when you go to an indie show, and this is not a slight on indie, believe me, it's a little grimy, it's a little dirty, it's a little bit around the edge, rough around the edges. And well, um, as you'll get, as you'll see, uh, the fans were on their feet the majority of the, of the final match of the tournament, so. Uh, I think one of the factors is that they don't have to pander to um, sponsors quite as much. And I think that helps, that you have that little bit more flexibility to do things beyond what the WWEs can kind of do. And I think that helps. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, um, I might um, talk about something else as my main good moment of the week next week. Um, But while I keep keep dropping little bombs, uh, I say, why not? Yeah, sure. Um, I say why not? But at the same time, I've got a lot to talk about in speed tech, that means now that means so I'll try and keep it under 10 minutes this time, Graham. Oh, hold on, where's my stop? Let me get my make sure I got my stopwatch <laughs> ready when it's my turn. Now I was very tempted actually not to do any moments at all. I, I figured there was so much that was probably that we could talk about that I probably didn't even need anything. And I, I'll be honest, Matt. Um, I was like, no, nah, I, I should put something down. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I haven't really watched that much wrestling this week. And the ones, the stuff that I had did, it wasn't, it wasn't enjoyable, but nothing kind of massively stuck out to me that I wanted to talk about. And originally, my, um, I guess, main good cop moment was actually going to be Sasha Banks not appearing at AEW, which for some people probably wouldn't be a good cop moment. But anyway, um, as I was driving home, I thought of something else. And I was like, yeah, I, I should probably talk about that. It's kind of something that was an unexpected good cop moment moment and uh spoiler alert i then saw what bishop's uh bad cop moment was and i was like oh we're in direct opposition so i'm definitely gonna say what i haven't seen anything that i cop at all so uh, my good cop moment is uh adam cole returning to aew so um i kind of watched a few of the clips uh, he put it as his bad cop moment so i was like oh well i disagree with that so i'm definitely putting it as my good cop moment instead then um just the fact that it was it was unexpected we didn't expect that at all um it sounded like all doom and gloom uh, he'd been off yeah. for a long time. The rumors sounded like it was like he might never wrestle again. And to suddenly watch those clips and to suddenly see him appear, to me, was shocking. It was surprising. He looked in good shape. Um, I thought he was actually good on the mic. Um, I thought he had the fans behind. The, the excitement of the fans was obviously clear as well because they didn't expect to see him back either. So just that unexpected thing. As far as I know, and I, I haven't kept up this week because I have been busy, but when sometimes you get the coming back this week, this per, I didn't hear any of that stuff. If it was announced, it, it was unbeknownst to me anyway. So not. the fact that I didn't see that 
And it wasn't like the first video either that came on my list. It was kind of as I was going through the playlist, suddenly it was like, oh, Adam Dolza? Like, I didn't even know he. But no, he sounds like he's ready. He's ready to challenge. And good. I think a healthy Adam Cole should be one of those people who is challenging for those top positions. Um, I think sometimes once you have those bad situations, I think it can make you appreciate uh, the position that you're in even more so. So he said he's been a wrestler for 15 years. And as far as I know, I don't think he's had any serious injuries besides that one or none that spring to mind for me anyway. Certainly none where his career could have been down. So I think he's going to come back even more passionate about it. Um, he talked about the fact that they do this for the for the fans and um, they put their bodies on the lines. And But the fact that the fans appreciate it makes them more willing to do things like that. Uh, and for me, it was it was just cool to hear him talking again just see him in the ring, seeing the fact that the fans loved him and thinking about some of those potential matchups that we could see down the line. Like, I would love to see him against Danielson. I think that would be a great match. Uh, people like Yuda as well, I think would be cool to see as well. There's a lot of people who I think Adam Cole could come up against who I think would be interesting. So never quite got that big, big push on WWE. Like, obviously, they were huge on NXT, um, but it, it just never really translated onto... Uh, Onto the onto the main product, unfortunately. One word, but, one, one word reason, Graham Vince is why. Well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He's not the six foot six, two hundred and eighty pound person, um, but I think his style of wrestling is is something I would I enjoy for sure. And I think the fact that he is an alumni of AEW Maryland was uh, not a E A oh god E W A Maryland those letters the wrong way around E W A Maryland I think makes it all the sweeter in fact that he's kind of like a local boy as well yeah once again it's that connection that makes you want to root for him just that little bit more as well so it's the same reason why you why you root for Mickey James all the time Graham absolutely absolutely ooh um, big match for Mickey James this weekend as well absolutely could, keep could going be the last one Oof. it won't be it won't be okay won't I, I, I don't think it will be. I think that's down the road still. I think that's down the road. I still. think win or lose, it won't be our last one because we know what uh, we know what retirements are like for wrestlers. Uh, they're they're people, meaningless. Some people are more rigid than that than others. To be fair, some people um, have more of a flair for that than others, for sure. Oh, very good, very good. Um, I'm glad you brought this up, Graham, because uh, I wanted to buy the checks. I don't have to now, so thank you for that much for that. Um. It was amazing how many of the dirt sheets didn't know about this, and that filled my heart with glee. Um, you talking there about? I've got nothing to add, Graham. To be fair about this, okay. except that <clears throat> I don't mind seeing uh, Danielson versus Cole, but I have seen it before uh, okay. because we saw it. Bre- we saw it on that night when SmackDown was invaded by NXT. Oh, uh, of course, I forgot. And yeah, that course. match was good. Yeah. Um, but I want to. I wouldn't mind seeing it again for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm just happy to see he's healthy and you know his career can resume, sort of thing. Because as you said, we I reported a, a, a month or two ago that he that he may be done, and yeah. it's never. And as you think with, with other wrestlers, it's never nice to go out not on your terms. So at, if he if he's got like if he had to. And we mentioned last week, concussion protocol. You've got to follow these things properly. Some people have said, maybe me as well, um, that AEW's medical procedures maybe aren't the best. And, well, looks like Mr. Cole at least did things right. Mm-hmm. And that's good for him. 
Right, just see if I can do this in. All right, speed check. I got my clock out because I know what you're like. Even, I took one off your list, so you should be a little bit better. Ninety seconds. All right, I'll take. I'll start once you begin talking. Okay, Stephanie McMahon has undergone successful surgery on her ankle this week. We wish her a speedy recovery. Thank you, Stephanie, as well for everything you've done in the last eight months. We stand you. Um, Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns is being widely touted for, for Elimination Chamber as the main event. With it being in Montreal, yes, we would like to see that. We know that's the payoff. Mm. No word yet on if it's for one or both belts, but uh, that could explain, Graham, why why the Universal title's not in the picture around those people. Maybe Sammy wins the Universal title. Maybe that happens. And the last one is, and this is a good comment because it made me laugh my bollocks off, Graham. <laughs> the Thanks. idiot who believed that Triple H and Stephanie were AEW Dark Elevation <laughs> Week. I'm guessing you've seen this, Graham. I saw the picture, yes. Uh, it, it's done around for people who haven't, and um, I don't blame you for ignoring them. Someone has photoshopped a picture of Stephanie and Triple H um, in front of a crowd at Dark Elevation. The comments were unbelievable. I'm just going to give you a couple of them off the top, off the top of here. Um, basically, along the lines of, um, wouldn't that be a who AW would actually be something? Is this real? And um, don't buy AW. They just ruined like they did WWE. He saved WWE before you get any further than that. I don't have much. I, I'm going to be honest. It, it was really difficult to to find good cop moments this week, to be honest. Um, there was definitely a state of flux. I think we both talked about the fact that we were kind of just waiting to see what happened. And then we'd kind of... It was probably going to be a last-minute decision what moments were. Um, one really did stick out to me, though, in the um, NXT event. Um, I, it was, I think it was... Was it a pay-per-view? or uh, Sorry, a no, premium it, event? No. Was it New Year's Evil? They Isn't called that... New Year's Evil, but it was but they did the um dynamite they just named a show after it. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Um, but I did see it looked like that there was this is from my top ten moments that I saw when I was watching on YouTube. Um it looked like it was like a battle royale and uh having watched the level up again, I'm up to September, Matt. I'm nearly through the whole year already. I might even be up to October now. Um, one of the newer names that's come through for me is uh Sol Rooker. Um I don't think she's won in a match in the ones that I've seen yet, but she's been impressive in everyone. Her her and ring entrance is really impressive. So she got over the top rope, but she was hanging on. Then she got knocked off, but landed on her hands and did a handstand, basically walking around the outside of the ring, which is impressive just in itself. But then to loop your feet over the rope and then have the core strength to pull yourself up and into the ring. Absolutely phenomenal. The, on commentary, they did mention that it was very Kofi Kingston-esque, and it was, but um, that was kind of the the one that kind of stuck out more than anything for me, to be honest. But Graham, I thought well, you didn't like... But Graham, I thought you didn't like when people left the ring doing about a royal. If they do that, they should be limping. Oh, 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 hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You very clearly heard me say last week that if they're out of the ring, that they should be back inside the ring within, say, 15 to 30 seconds or something similar. And Sol definitely did that. So um, you're laughing and nobody else can see that. But I know that you're trying to be an antagonist, but she met the criteria that I did. So if I'm she'd have walked backwards and then sat on that wall for about 30 minutes and wait till everyone got knocked out and then handstanded her way back into the ring, then no, that would have been a definite bad cop moment. But no, she tried to get back into like the ring. Like they only won you, you mean? I'm sorry? 
But then we did one year, you mean? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I hate that. It's stupid. But that's I mean, be the aim. If you're out of the ring, the aim is you should be in the ring. Wrestling's only exciting when there's proximity. If you're nowhere near each other, th there's no there's no excitement there because yeah. nothing can happen. It only and builds excitement be, when you're close to each other. Indeed. And to be fair, in this case and in Kofi's case, he always tries to get back to the ring immediately. Correct. To be fair, to be, to be fair. And to be fair, Naomi did the did a couple of those things over the years. One of and to be fair, most of them she got back to the ring relatively quickly as well. Apart from the one where she where she was put, I think they put her in the wrong place. That's why she was struggling to get back to the ring a little bit. Uh huh. So yeah. I so that's okay. Then I can forgive them a little bit for that because they botched the spot. Speaking mm -hmm. of right. botched, should we talk about the mad cop? Come on, we 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 got to. Uh, obviously, this is the whole point of the show. Really, this. Well, I'm guessing it is. Let's find out. All right, come on. Elephant in the room time. As at the risk, Graham, of creating a title for the episode, Graham. <laughs> is this the most is this the most obvious bad cop moment we've ever done? I, I would think so. Okay, okay. Obviously, I told you last this time last week, Graham, I told you that Vince had returned to the board of directors, okay? Yep. Yeah, well, yeah, well, he done that and um and he's also now been unanimously re-elected to be to, to chairman. Um, mm -hmm. And Stephanie has obviously resigned from all of her roles. Yep. Um, Nick Khan remains the, um, the the CEO, though, I'd like to point out. Mm -hmm. um, and Triple H remains the chief content officer. And long may he continue to. Mm -hmm. um, because as long as he's there, as long as he's the CEO, um, Vince won't mess things up but obviously um jp morgan uh were appointed to explore the uh the possibility of a sale and then because obviously i was in the other chain wrestling chat on monday and i mentioned it to him at the time it's been a, it's been a very fluid story it's been it's been changing all week long you mentioned last week graham on this show uh that the saudis um wouldn't be would be a popular um well, as I say, popular. I don't know if I said popular. No, 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 no. Would be a. I'm, I said I'm... it. Would they seem like an, a potential buyer just because they have so much? That's what I was looking for. Like, like a like a probable and potential buyer for them because of a, the deal they already got in place, sort of yeah. thing. Um, and then Tuesday, it was it was blaring out like it's done. And then the next day, no, it's not done. <laughs> And apparently, um, there's, there's some talk today as we're talking of AEW looking to, to go for a merger with WWE. I don't know how I feel about that. No, and I'm putting any bias to the side, but that's a lot of talent in general, I'm thinking, Graham. I want it to happen just so Chat Grapple and Cheap Pops and Bishop's head <laughs> explode. <laughs> Okay, boys. We I don't love... care about the wrestling at all. I just we want to love, <laughs> we love, we love you, boys. We do. We, but Grab would like winding you up. Um, no, but I'm, I am thinking about the amount of people who. That's a lot of talent to try and manage. I'm sure you'd keep them as separate companies. If you're trying to merge them into one company, that would be insane. I don't. I don't know how that work. 
But there's also a lot of talk, as I mentioned last week, about Disney being a front runner still. Netflix is has popped up as a potential one. Um, Apple, Apple, uh, Apple's head, name has been thrown around, but of course it is just a. Uh, it's right now people are just are just throwing names out there, sort of thing. JP Morgan are a reputable company. I everyone knows how good they are at what this is what they do. Um, they'll find the right person for or people or thing for the job. Um, a lot of people suggested that Stephanie resigning would be was in um opposition to um the PIF um from uh from Saudi Arabia. Um now if that if that was the case she would have resigned when they signed the contract. I'm just saying back in twenty seventeen. She would have resigned now and then. Okay. Um granted there are a lot of things that are not good about that about that area of the world. But they got money. They got money. They got lots and lots of money just off Newcastle United. Okay. The amount of jokes went round saying that um, they were moving uh, money in the bank to uh, Newcastle uh, from the O2 Arena and uh, and jokes to that effect. Um, but also, uh, I ain't got a say in the matter. I know that. But look, think about what happened if Sandy did take over. Did take over. What would that mean for people like Sami Zayn? Mm-hmm. Yep. People who have been staunch advocates about not working these events. Kevin Owens won't work yeah. those shows because of his friendship with Sami Zayn. And I I don't know. I don't know what this what that would mean for a lot of things. I mean, obviously it's American IP, but would they want more Saudi influence in these things? A lot of people would, would have questions on that side of things. But those are questions that aren't for me or you, Fab Matter Graham, to answer, really. Because, yeah, you know, yeah I'll answer it. I'll answer it. Sami Zayn will be all elite. Of course. <laughs> but the, question, the, the questions aren't for us to answer. They're questions for us as journalists to ask. Um, you might put yourself as a journalist. I, I don't care about that at all. But I am going to take the advice of Bishop on this one. I think we just got to let this one play out. This is a real life story. So right now it, it's all speculation, but Absolutely. it does leave the thing that we love um, very unclear. It could cease to exist effectively in the form well, that we like it. It could be totally changed. It could hmm. be based in Saudi Arabia for all we, uh, we, at this point. We really don't know. And I think that's obviously why we need to talk about it. Hmm. Um, something that we love could change radically. And um, obviously for that reason, that's why we're commenting about it. Indeed. Um, my, if you want my pick, as it were, for who would buy the company, Disney. Disney is my pick. It makes sense. It's. I, I mentioned these things last week. The ESP. It had an entire. They've got all these different resorts at Walt Disney World, right? They've got all these amazing resorts. They've got one for uh, dedicated to like arts and all these amazing things. There's one dedicated just to ESPN. And it, I mentioned this last week. It, it would be perfect. They've got 16 baseball fields there, Graham. You'd love it. I know people who've actually played there. One of Mason's teammates, who's um, much better than he was, uh, he was at baseball, um, has played in some of those tournaments. So, yeah. During the COVID bubble, Graham, they actually, they actually based the NBA there, I believe, at the ESPN mm-hmm. sports complex and had everyone inside the bubble as it were, so they could complete the system. 
it was a great it was a great use of the facility that was just sitting there, and it wouldn't be sitting there empty if Disney bought WWE. They would have house shows there for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. So I'd be all over that. But it also, I think it makes sense. They're a PG company. This is a PG thing. Anyone who said is not a PG company has never seen half the adult drugs in Toy Story. I believe like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was that your bad comment? Of the week? <laughs> um, no, it wasn't. Because I, I, like I said, I, it was pretty obvious that one of us was going to talk about it. It made sense more that you talk about it. Um, my moment's really short, but it, I guess it follows on from that, kind of. Um, no. So it was announced on at WrestleOps, or this is where I first saw it anyway. According to an 8K filing to the SEC by WWE, yes. in 2022, Shane McMahon was retained as an independent contract performer by WWE and received $828,000. Now, my memory is not good, Matt, as you well know, but I think I kept count of how many matches that Shane McMahon appeared in last year. I'm showing Matt one finger right now. Um, there was that performance that was in... Um, oh, that was after tax. Oh, okay. Matt's sending me a little message. I did not know that part of it. Wow, so it's been you. over a million then. It was over a million then. In other words, wow, that's even. Um, he had that appearance at at the Royal Rumble, and he actually tried to book himself to win it, if I remember correctly, as well. And then that's it. Yeah, there's a lot of shady goings on in them in that company. Um, obviously that that's ridiculous that he could be paid that much for that. Obviously, we don't know what other stuff he did behind the scenes, but to me, it seems a little bit shady. Um, I did see one other quote that related to Shane, which could be considered a bad cop uh, moment as well. Um, I think this is from at Matomic, uh, which is like Matt and then Tomic at the end. That's uh, a great Shane name. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a really good name. Uh, Shane McMahon spent three... That perhaps that could be your new code name if you decide you get tired of ma- uh, Magnificent at any point. Uh, Shane McMahon spent three decades of his life falling off increasingly tall structures to earn his father's affection so that he could one day inherit the family business. Only for his 77-year-old dad to wake up on Tuesday and sell the business to the Saudis. Incredible. Well, we know that that kind of jumped the gun a little bit. But yeah, like I thought that for a few people. And with Stephanie resigning as well, I'm sure at some point they thought that at some point they would probably be taking over that company or they'd have some role in that company. And now it seems like that that might not happen. So yeah, it's it's all it's an all bad. It's all bad cop moments for sure. For sure. I would I would like to point out to people who may have forgotten this fact. Stephanie McMahon, when she was appointed um, chairwoman of the board um, and co-CEO, she actually had stepped away um, from, from the company at that point because she wanted to have she wanted to um, have a leave of absence and just spend time with her family. Yeah, um, and that's what she decided to do now. Now, now everything was quote back to how it was. Um, Stephanie decided to step away and resume her leave of absence, and she's entitled to do that. Obviously, there is nothing to say that down the road she won't return to the company, of course, because mm-hmm. after all, who is more qualified to run that company than Stephanie McMahon? And I'm aware there's going to be somebody probably in, in, a, in a loud um multicolored t-shirt in brain for you right now screaming the words Vince. Um uh, Vince should stay retired in my opinion and probably will retire once he's sold up and earned how many billions he's gonna get from a company. Um but who knows it well 
who knows if he can stay away after this, but it depends on who takes over, who they want. Leave it as it is. Just leave it as it is. I'm begging you. Whoever takes over, leave the structure as it is. That's it. All right, speed check. What you got for 90 seconds? Anything else that caught your eyes bad this week? Yeah, a few little bits and pieces, unfortunately. Um, quote from Dylan Postel, better known as Hornswoggle. Yeah. Um, quote, I was once under the ring and had a bottle gun taker. I had a few too many that night, and when it was my cue, I fell asleep. I suddenly woke up, and I see Undertaker above me, and I realized I missed my cue. He threw me into the ring, and the whole time I was saying, I'm so sorry. We go backstage, and he asked, what happened? I go, I fell asleep. He said, you fell asleep? You really are going to piss off the fucking Undertaker? I've been watching the... um. The Stone Cold Sessions on, on WWE Network claim. And it's bad cop because Taker outside of his um, persona, he is why well, weird. He's like me and you. It's just odd. Um and the other and but moving on band, he's not very more serious, unfortunately. Uh Veer Mahan was supposed to be at uh, um NXT New Year's Evil, uh, but he wasn't there. To face the Creed Brothers, Jinder Mahal actually had to step in for him. Obviously, uh, okay. actually, I think it worked better for Jinder personally myself. Uh, reason why Veer was not there was because his dad passed away, um, um, and um, obviously that uh, absolutely sucks. And we at Google yeah. Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast extend our condolences to Veer Mahal. Um, and uh, yeah, um, it's no nice, especially when uh, Veer has all the tools to be an amazing wrestler. So hopefully, you know, things will happen. Okay. Um, the new PWI came out from April. I suddenly, when I was short for moments, so I was like, perhaps I can find something in here. I didn't really find very much. Um, one uh, poll that stood out for me though was the PWI Indie Wrestler of the Year. Uh, Matt Cordona, forty-two percent. Like, I know he's wrestling, in this, but I don't consider him an indie wrestler. He's also wrestling in lots of other organizations. I, I don't know. I didn't like it. Um, I did like who came second and third though, but I wish they could have been bumped up to one and two. Uh, Ali Catch was second and Trisha Dora was third. So uh, no no problems with those names at all. And I totally missed this one. I don't know how. After we'd finished recording last week, Matt, I was like, how the hell did I not mention that I didn't like this? Um, Charlotte is the new champion on SmackDown. What the hell? Like, um, I thought Ronda Rousey would probably drop the title at some point. And um, I was quite happy with the, the match previous to that. But then when Charlotte came back, how does Charlotte get to be out for that many months immediately get a title shot, immediately win it. Oh, now she's on 14. Like, come on. Really? Like, how many times are we going to say that this happens? Like, loses it, wins it. You know she's going to lose it again pretty soon again. And then something will happen. And she'll... I can't stand how that was booked. I was really hoping that... Um, is it Raquel? I can't even remember who... Yeah, I think it was Raquel. I was really hoping that if it was going to be dropped, it would be dropped to someone like her. But what a slap in the face for all those people who are trying to battle for, like, number one contendership and things like that. And then Charlotte just walks through the door and immediately gets matched. Total bullshit, as far as I'm concerned. Ronda had to drop the title, Graham. And oh, they I have no problem with that. That's how it was dropped that I have the problem and, how, okay. and who it was dropped to. Well... They needed someone at the top of that tree. Um, whether or not you your agree- number one contender would be pretty high on that list. Well, if I for me, the fact that she'd come back as a face, which has been really, which is really quite odd, seeing her as a face. But uh, the- wow, no, no, a heel goes away from him a little bit and then comes back no, no, as a face. But she, wow, but, I've never seen that before. But Charlotte <laughs> doesn't do face work. 
That sounds talking... like the perfect time to do it after a seven-month absence. But when have you agreed? I mean, it's, it's gone over quite well, to be fair. Yes. But Charlotte's never... I can't... The last time Charlotte was a face, right, was probably about 2014. Uh-huh. So it's been a long, long time since she's been a face. So in a way, it's long overdue, perhaps. Uh, it's, it's once again, it's the cynical attempt though to bump that title up by one more. To be fair, though, I, don't I like. really don't care about the number Graham at this point because let's not forget how many times Triple H won that championship being hot shot back and forth between him and Rock in the two thousands. Graham, so let's not let's not to say the that. Well, thing. I don't think that was as cynical as some of the Charlotte's title reigns. To be honest, maybe so, Graham. Maybe so, Graham. Um, I do feel that it maybe should have been a little bit more. It maybe it should have gone a little differently, Graham. But you know, I'm interested to see where it goes from here. Obviously, I mean, there's, there's lots of talented heels. I want to see. Uh, I don't lose it quick. She won't have it for. She'll it'll be less than six months. Well, that that that's expected, Graham. I expect her to lose WrestleMania. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. So three months, oh. and then she can win it again. And then she'll win it. Again. She'll win her fifteenth before the end of the year. There you go. That's my second prediction. Very possible, Graham. Tell you what, though, Graham, I'm expecting some. I'm expecting some unexpected winners of the Rumbles this year. Uh huh. Yeah. See, I think a good way for it to. This is how I think cynically they'll lose it. I don't think she'll lose it one on one. She'll either get cheated out of it, like somebody interfering in the match, or they'll put it in a, like a five way match where the odds are against you anyway. And it's oh no, she lost. But under bad circumstances, then she can get a rematch, then she can win it back. Like it's just too cynical for me, as far as I'm concerned. But hey, mm. but, yeah, well, Ronda needed to lose it anyway because she she needs to face Becky one on one at WrestleMania this year. Anyway. I have no problems with Ronda dropping the title. I just told you that. No, 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 no. But I'm saying that I'm, I'm no, I know. I'm just saying that's why in my head she needed to lose it because she needs she needs to face Becky. She could have lost title. it to Raquel. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not disputing that. I, if I want she'd have lost it to Raquel. Charlotte comes into the ring and says, "I'm back. I want a match next week." I think that would have been that would have been more preferable, personally. It then gives Raquel a little more prestige as well, but admittedly a short run. But I I can see Raquel beating Flair for the title, Graham, and Raquel becoming that monster heel we know she can be. Ooh, sounds good to me. Her the her the heel, yes, please. All right, so we get to those fan cop moments. Yes, yeah, some good ones. I haven't even tried to look at them yet. Oh, this could be a good one. I, haven't, I saw there was a few more coming just as I've been working as well. So we've got a few more to look at. Good. Bad. All right. I'm going to open up with the Hall of Famer, Nish Guy, um, at OG Blade Job, uh, at Nish Guy. Uh, good cop moment, tag team turmoil, trios ladder match. Just some great tag team wrestling this week. Is he talking about that AEW match? <laughs> Jeez, that one made my list. Anyway, uh, bad cop moment. Both MJF and Starks having the most generic heel promos. Your mom? Really? And worst cop moment, the possibility of Jay White serving to a major... Uh, sorry, coming to a major US promotion full-time. Every time I see that Jay White is trending, I always assume that half of them are from Nish Guy saying bag of dicks. Hang on a second, Graham. Hang on. <laughs> sorry, spoiler alert. Sorry, hang on. Um... News one here, Jay White is a bag of dicks. Okay, there Michael. you go. There okay, you there go. we go. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right, um, a, a, addendum, Graham, from this guy as well. Addendum. Oh, there is? Oh, I didn't, I missed that. Yeah, there is. I know Starks' face, but it was still awful. Just plain awful. Fair enough. 
Right, um, we are going over to um, Chain Wrestling. Um, that's obviously Mags and Sai over on the uh, CJP World Media Network. Um, good cop, finally being back live on Monday in the show on Wednesday. Absolutely, the good listeners always, guys. It's great to be involved. Bad cop, can't be any answer. Can the for WWE McMahon mess? I think it's going to feature quite a lot. I think so. I think cynically when I posted we're going to need a lot of fan cop moments this week because nothing really happened. Uh, Rob at UTT. Rob, good cop moment. Matt getting a permanent commentary gig. I think you might have mentioned that. I think I think that came up once or twice. It does. Uh, it, it's, it's so... I love the fact that you guys love it for me. Thank you so much. Bad cop moment off the back of last week's good cop moment about all globing on YouTube. I'm doing a watch though. Some of it is only available in Spanish and some in German. I quite often watch wrestling without the commentary. I can listen to music at the same time, so it, it wouldn't bother me at all. But And his WTF cop moment, not surprisingly, the ongoing Vince McMahon drama. Mm-hmm. We move on to Andy from Bang Bang Podcast, who has announced he will be on next month, by the way. Um, hey. Fantastic. Uh, he, always has, he was a January off. Always a January off. Good cop moments. The continuation of Dom Mysterio being a comedy genius. i got to admit, I cringed quite a lot of it, if you fair, but he reminds me a lot of a young Eddie Guerrero. Bad cop moment, the Darth concussion aftermath to Mox versus Hangman. Miss Monet not appearing and Vince still breathing. That's a little bit hard to laugh at. God <laughs> almighty, Andy. <laughs> wow. Wow, that took on a whole new level right there. Yeah, for, for context, he also added a gif to it saying um, the worst thing about prison was the Dementors. So Azkaban then from Harry Potter. Lovely. <laughs> uh, Dan Griffin, uh, best cop moment is that Impact's hard to kill on Friday the 13th. Uh, first big show of 2023. And they've stacked the card as usual. Uh, worst cop moment. I think it's a given. Vince. Yeah. The ongoing <laughs> circus as he describes it. Absolutely. Uh, off to the in time podcast from Justin. Um, best cop uh, a bunch of returns this week in both WWE and AEW. Oh, brilliant. Wonderful. Wonderful thing. People come back. We love yeah. seeing people come back from injuries, etc. Worst cop. I feel like a broken record saying this. Vince McMahon. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, it's, the thing that's interesting, I think, is the next one because this person is famous for not doing bad cop moments. But if ever there was going to be one, you'd think it would be this week. Um, great cop moment. This is from High Five Tom, of course. Uh, yeah. Two of my favorite humans at BFRJCB and at Brett Jagger um, putting on a new podcast and keeping your boy High Five Tom abreast of all the action in Japan. Uh, yes, new to Visionaries. I saw that. I was like, what is this one? The I was Phoenix like, Splash Podcast. Yes, and then I, I saw it. what it was and I was like, great. I, I know those people who love Japan. Uh, wrestling Japan, it, it's something. It's it's very niche. I, I we've talked about. Right, this could be perfect for you though. I never got into it. No, well, actually, um, I'm going to be probably talking about this on um, the my other podcast um, on episode it's two. I might try and get into Japanese baseball this year. Yeah, I, I think I'm more likely to want to do that than do Japanese wrestling. I have too well, much wrestling like it is already without adding on an extra one. But I think Japanese wrestling might be a little bit niche. I'm, I'm kind of curious. I don't know how long it lasts, but I'm going to try and watch a little bit this year. So, okay, well, okay, well, in that in that vein, Graham, um, I've also reached out to JCB. Um, the boys will be on at some point to plug their new show, and also could we, we love them both anyway? They're of amazing people. Um, um, don't remember, remember, Brett, remember, Brett, we beat you. 
We beat you last year, of course. <laughs> we beat you. Okay, just remember. Okay. Uh, oh, talk of a devil talking about Devoid Entertainment. Your boy, your friend D. Your friend D. Obviously, that's Derek, obviously, from Devoid. Uh, best cop, Danielson versus Takashita was an easy match of the year contender. Absolutely. Good. Yeah. Worst cop, um, running a concussion angle immediately after an actually serious concussion, then having Adam Cole return immediately after. Mm. Didn't see that thankfully by just watching highlights. I'm glad. So yeah, there is mm, sometimes, sometimes it's the stuff either side of wrestling. Sometimes with AEW, that's the problem. Sometimes, sometimes you think who greenlit this, (laughs) but the the wrestling can't fault it. I'm not not going to argue that. Yeah. Um, I did think of putting Takeshita in my uh, speed check, and I, in the end, I totally forgot. I was watching another clip, another clip, and then I forgot. Huh? Was that again? No, because I think I was right, and I think you were wrong. Takeshita? Nope. That's not how I've heard it said on commentary, so I'm going with commentary. That's how I thought how, how all us English pronounced it. Pronounced well, you say Asker as well, so I'm definitely not listening to your pronunciation. Oscar. Uh, Danny at Scottish Juggalo. Best cop moment. Love seeing dirt sheets. Riders being exposed for the liars, fraudsters, and gossip columnists that they truly are this week. And uh, worst cop moment. I think we'll leave it unsaid. It's pretty obvious. All right. Thank you, everyone, for responding. No, 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 Graham. You, we've missed, we've oh, really we missed missed some. I thought you, that was you, it. You, you don't want to miss Bishop, Graham, who is who. Oh, yeah, cop, I do. <laughs> good cop moment. Vince McMahon. Ah, Bishop. We've also got chat grab one cheap pops and the rest oh, of which, course because I um I forgot I retweeted and tagged them in that one so yeah go on keep going keep going right so Bishop I apologize sir <clears throat> good cop moment Vince McMahon back to write a million a, a company he created four multi billion dollar deals seemingly as just a CEO bad cop Adam Cole's return I have some bad I have bad news for the locker room. Cool story, bro. To be fair, the promo wasn't the best one I've ever heard him cut, but um, it, it wasn't that bad, Bishop. No. No. It okay. Not. It was not. Okay, chat cap on cheap pops. Best cop, money making London. Yeah. I thought we were alternating, but all right. Keep going. Well, you, you, I wait, I paused, you didn't go. I didn't know if you were finished. You normally act. There's never a comment when you've ever let somebody say something without you responding to it. So I assume there was something else coming on. Keep going. I- I'm going to do Wrestle Witch and then I'll let you figure off, uh, figure out. Um, you'll finish off the chat grapple on cheap pops. Okay. Uh, to coin a phrase. Uh, the Wrestle Witch. Uh, bad cop, literally everything with Vince and Saudi Arabia. And good cop, the WWE stock, which my husband owns some of, has gone up. So, well, he's something good. Good for you, Omar. Good for you, Omar. <laughs> Yep. And and yes, as we say, the chat crap and cheap pops. Uh, worst cop. With a think lack of intelligence shown by too many of these respected journalists over the potential sale of WWE, showing that they were a bunch of charlatans looking for clicks and views. And can I just say, that's the most um, perfectly um, grammatical <laughs> I've ever seen a fan cop <laughs> Ever. It's brilliant. I love that. But yeah, that's everybody. Thank you, everybody, for getting in touch this week. Yeah, uh, look out for the tweet again. It'll probably be, I'm sure we haven't talked, but it'll probably be around the same time again next week. But that's it. Good. Bad. Sisters, brothers, and non binary others, welcome to episode 221 of the Good Cop, Bad Cop, Wrestling Podcast Devil's Advocate Round. It's with myself and Graham. 
liver devil's advocates with each other, which are ridiculous statements we do not believe in. But if you believe that we are like, saying the stuff to be serious and not to try each other laugh and make you guys at home laugh, then take up with our DADA, Michael Pellegrini, at Dying Format on Twitter. So, Graham, yes. you, have, yes. you have one wrestling, non wrestling? Um, I will have by the time. Uh, by the time we get there, yes. Okay, so do you wish to go first or second? Uh, I'm going to go first. I'm just setting my clock right now because I forgot to do so. And I forgot what my uh, devil's advocate was, but yeah, I think I remember what it was. All okay. right, your devil's advocate from me is yes. it would only be sensible to incorporate the suggestion made by M- the MJF this week and rename the cartoon Scooby Dooby Douchebag. Scooby Dooby Douchebag. That's, have you ever watched that show, Graham, for example? I mean, let's face it. I mean, you've clearly got you could got someone who's off their head on weed. I mean, got continuously got the munchies. A, a woman who's clearly nothing more than a damsel in distress. Some guy who literally couldn't work out what and never mind, it's ridiculous, but my god, that's a perfect name for that show. I thought that was pretty funny from MJF. I need I longer than twenty seconds for that crap. <laughs> I know Bishop didn't like the his promo, but that that part in particular, kind of, he was talking about uh, Freddie Prince Jr. was in the uh, was in the audience. He, he was the, the only thing that he remembered him for was appearing in Scooby Dooby Douchebag. And I just it just made me chuckle. It was I thought that was a good little uh, pun there. Did, did to be honest, Scrappy Do is the uh, douchebag. That character, oh my, that should be a devil's advocate. That that would be a really tough one to defend. Defend the appearance of Scrappy-Doo in Scooby-Doo. Oh, my God, that thing was annoying. Did you watch the film? Um, I have, but it's a long time ago. In the film, uh, Scrappy-Doo is the bad guy. Oh, oh, perhaps I haven't, then. That doesn't sound familiar to me at all. You need to watch it, Graham, because there's Michelle Geller, who played Buffy, playing I I remember that, yeah, yeah. Hmm. What if I watched um, a later version of it then? I don't know. Or, uh, or Scooby Doo 2 or something. I don't know. It was the sequel, but he wasn't in that at all. Yeah, perhaps that was the one I watched then. I know I've seen one of them because I remember watching it because it's live action. Yeah. Watching it with, uh, it yeah. wasn't. He wasn't. It, it, he wasn't even. He wasn't even little. He was. It was a thyroid problem. Thelma <laughs> <laughs> brings it up. I'm probably getting drunk. Yeah. Right, Graham, your your wrestling devil's advocate, Graham, for me is the AEW trios title is completely worthless. You want me to defend that it's worthless? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, that sounds like a bit of a softball. Well, absolutely. I'm gonna say, what's the point? Like, we have you talk about AEW focusing more on their tag teams. I think that's probably what they're better known for. Adding in an extra person doesn't create anything at all. It just slows the matches down. If you can have seven matches to decide something. How is that going to be relevant and people going to want to keep watching? With the exception of Nish Guy, everybody else hated that tournament. Um, it wasn't a tournament, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. I mean, Graham, and um, I actually I, hate the I hate the I don't hate the idea of trios, but you asked me to hate the idea of AEW trios, and I hate mm-hmm. AEW trios. It's boring as hell. I didn't like any of those. I said the whole point is pointless. You know, it's going to go to a seventh man, and it, it too much. Didn't want to see it every week. Didn't well, care. I knew it was going to happen, but in, in general, that, yeah. that trios, I, I know how much you like the trios tournaments around yes. other things. So that's sure. why I thought putting this in here would have been a harder one for you to do, but I've forgotten that, yeah, it was it was way too soft a ball for you, that one. That, that's why I was confused. That's why I was like, do you want me to defend the opposite of that? <laughs> so 
So that's why I, that's why I was a, a little confused there for a second. Now, I, that why I was my, showing my confusion was I don't actually have anything written down, but I kind of had something on mind that I was going to ask you about. Although this could have fallen under either category, I guess. So um, anyway, um, no, my non-wrestling one to be fair. Yeah. So the, my non-wrestling one for you is nothing warmed my heart more than seeing that CXW Wrestling announced that they will be selling Prime at their next show. Well, one thing we know, Graham, from, from the last show at CXW is that Prime was a very big seller. It was for sale there at the time. It looked like piss. It tastes like piss, Graham. And as, a, as revealed on the Facebook pages, we're Graham, it absolutely is piss, Graham. So, apps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can. I'll let you explain the Facebook because I obviously wasn't being, I wasn't given the full story, but we obviously follow it very closely, so we know what's going on. Um, I picked a a bottle um with a let's say a substance which looks like an energy drink inside, uh, <laughs> which is see through, and in black part and black marker pen, prime was written across it. Um, I'm I know what it's designed to look like. I'm guessing it was apple juice or something like that. Just uh-huh. Of, of what it looks like but um it's uh yeah uh and adam backed me up it tastes like piss <laughs> <laughs> but people will flock to it in that stuff will give over their money for it because they're idiots paris they- oh that should have been the devil's advocate really paris i would love i want paris to save that bottle of prime for me to drink next uh, next time when that i'm would been difficult to defend that- man, but i'm doing it um, interestingly, I've got a lot more time for KSI though this week, Graham, because okay. he hates Andrew Tate. Uh huh. And we all hate Andrew Tate, and may he rot in jail. Mm-hmm. But that matter, but K- yeah, KSI. Um, he, he, I've got a lot of time for him nowadays, so I wouldn't okay. be averse to him being WWE for sure. Right. Okay. Now I want one more comment about Prime. I think I sent this to you as well. The fact that there was a kid in Britain who was selling empty Prime bottles for more yes. than one. <laughs> wow, what a little entrepreneur right there. But it shows you how stupid people are. People are stupid, Graham. As we've as we've been through on eBay many times. I think it was after the episode that we saw as well. Somebody was paying a thousand pounds, I want to say, for twelve bottles in some store. Perhaps I didn't send them with that. Like that yeah. Like, what the hell is wrong with like? I thought people were tight were tight for money right now, but you spent nearly a hundred dollars on a bottle of prime. Like it was crazy. I don't know what's going on. Well, All right, Graham, what you got for me? That's non wrestling. Before I do, Graham, I just want to have quickly have a look on looking on eBay right now, Graham, oh, and you can, you can get a bottle of prime, a bottle of prime uh-huh. for thirteen pounds. <laughs> a bottle. How much is, is that including shipping? Uh, uh, free postage or best <laughs> offer, apparently. Uh, well, of course, or you can, or you can buy two, 10 available, 10 available. It's only about 13 pounds each. 100% positive feedback, apparently. Never mind, right? Okay, Graham, I need to first of all say, Mel, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, 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 because the, 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 the rule we have is I can't use your children, he's about your wife, okay. <laughs> So, just like Nikki Bella, uh-huh. I have no paperwork to back up my marriage. Um, well, absolutely. I was going to say, I, I don't organize anything anymore. I used to be, because I'm, I'm a math person. I have a very clear structure of things. I used to be responsible for bills. When we first got married, we pretty much moved to England straight away. So, being in England, I knew the system, so I took care of everything. However, once we came back to America, Mal decided to take over. She takes charge of everything. I have no idea where anything is. I don't even know where my passport is. I could be in big trouble. 
I have no idea what that's in reference to at all, but hey, yeah, no, I have it, no idea. It, have... re- it was revealed this week, Graham, but you know Nikki Bell was on that reality show where she got married, yeah? Uh, I, I did not know that she was. She did, yeah. Well, she okay. did, I think it was like... I last... knew she got married. I, I heard that story, yeah. but I didn't know it was on a reality show. Well, there is no legal documentation for it anywhere. Oh, so she's not officially married then. Is that nope. what you're saying? Oh, nope. wow. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, I told so... you yeah, I saw that. And I was like, "Well, this is a." I thought like, uh, I want to be in something in like Bad Cop because it's obviously that like, gone against what they the whole thing about a reality show is about. And I thought, actually, can I make a bill with that figure? <laughs> and, I thought, do it. and I was like, I'm like it worked. And to be fair, we all we all know it's all fine and everything like that. Oh shoot! If I if I suddenly had to. Really produce my marriage license? I have no idea where that's kept at all. I have literally no. The wife does. I guarantee. Oh, she does. Uh, Absolutely. I guarantee she knows where it is. No, she's she's one hundred percent. She has her own system, and see, she hated my system. That was the problem. My system was. See, I think it's organized enough. I had a drawer, and anything I needed to save, I threw in the drawer. And then if I needed to find anything, I looked in the drawer. But she can't do that. She can't do that. She has like her own filing system and everything like that. But I don't know what the yeah. filing system is, so I can't find yeah. that. I was like, if you want to do it, that's fine. You can do it. So I did it when we were in England. She does it in the States, and we've never had any problems. So we, we I love the fact that you actually just took that, didn't have a clue, and ran with it, Graham. That is, <laughs> you win this week, Graham. Well done, mate. <laughs> so yeah, guys, we'll be back next week with episode 222. Oh, All the I ducks, like guys. Up. All the ducks next week, guys. Uh, absolutely quack, quack, quack. Uh, we'll be back this week, guys. Uh, stay safe and we're out of here. Boom. The music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution. 3.0 HTTP colon slash slash creativecommon.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash